You thought hike vision was bad. Wait till you meet these mother... Welcome to Security Today, brought to you by Sprinter Business Solutions. Sprinter has a passion for technology, and with a calling card of the cleanest work environments in the low-voltage industry, Sprinter IT is a robust leader in the technology sector. They lead in managed services, datacom, and security, so check them out at SprinterIT.com and at SprinterDatacom on Instagram. I'm your host, the most purest of uncles in security, Uncle Bear. That's right, Uncle B-A-E-R underscore on Instagram and Twitter. Twitter and a Security Today podcast on Instagram. So give me a like, give me a follow, and don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. And don't forget to visit securitytodaypodcast.com where you can get all the awesome awesomeness. There's not much there right now, but you can go to it, show your friends. Anyways, this is going to be an exciting week. I'm so glad to be back. I hope you got to listen to last week's Bid to Bank with Frankie Salyer from Cicada Systems. Goodness gracious. That shit is on fire. That's right. If you haven't heard the Bid to Bank series, you need to stop this podcast (laughs) and go start listening from the very first one with uh, Chris Tiffany from Sprinter itself, all the way down seven podcasts to Frankie Salyer last week. It is Gold Nugget Central. You walk away from that with new things to implement into your everyday business life between the bid and the bank. So I don't know why you aren't listening right now. And I'll give you a little teaser. I got something else lined up for you. That's right. Another segment coming to Security Today podcast. Now, I don't want to get too into it, okay? I want to tease you and I want to ease you and I want to believe you are going to be there for it. So you got to check it out. But first, let's talk about what we're going to talk about. (laughs) That's right. Two in, coming in, clutch. See what I did there? Yeah. (laughs) Well, we touched on how the economy is causing issues in the correlation between police officers and staffing and alarm response before a while back, but we're going to look into an actual use case that has happened today on the podcast. And also GSX. I drool over it. And they did do something a bit dicey, though, which I want to talk about. But first, the shout out. That's right. Every single week on this podcast, I give a shout out to somebody on Instagram that is absolutely killing the game. Somebody that meets the security today standard. Somebody that you need to be following and digesting to get those 10,000 hours in to become the master that you are. It's all inside of you. Just on. And this week's shout out goes to at Let's Talk Cabling. Okay, for anybody who is in an interdisciplinary position out there and you touch cable, you touch codes, you touch security, you touch datacom, you touch AV, doesn't matter. Let's Talk Cabling is a podcast that educates, encourages, and enriches you in your field. Ran and hosted by Chuck Bowser, RCDD, who I know and communicate with personally (laughs) via Technology Worldwide. This is not a paid ad, by the way. He didn't even know I was going to do this. Who knows how he'll take it? But this podcast is where it's at for all your cabling information. Maybe you want to just digest 
a little bit of his Instagram reels every single day a little bit just to continually get better or you want to tune into full episodes, baby. Well, you can find him right there at Let's Talk Cabling on Instagram. That's his handle. He's also on LinkedIn, Facebook and even TikTok. Yeah, I know that my listeners won't be finding him on TikTok, right? Because you know better than to accept terms and conditions that use key logging to read your text messages. But on Instagram, that's where he's at. So go give him a like, give him a follow, and comment on his post with a little lightning bolt just to let him know that Security Today sent you. Sent you. Let's get into the chit-chat. Police in Vallejo, California, located near San Francisco, may soon no longer respond to burglar alarms after the Vallejo, um, I'm, I think that's how it's spelled, is V-A-L-L-E-J-O. Vallejo City Council voted unanimously Tuesday, uh, a couple Tuesdays ago, to adopt a proclamation that staffing levels in the police department have declined to the point that it constitutes a public safety emergency. As the second largest city in the North Bay area with around 126,000 residents and also 30 square miles, this could continue a further problem with the California community as a whole. With around 34 patrol officers, that's a cop for about every 3,700 people, the Public Safety Emergency Declaration authorizes City Manager Mike Malone and Interim Police Chief Jason Ta to immediately implement a four-phase approach to address the staffing shortages. Phase one, reduce alarm response to unverified burglar alarms. Phase two, Rotate a detective per week to work a patrol shift. Phase three, the traffic division was disbanded, and this is where they are at in their implementation currently. And then phase four, turn turn 10-hour shifts into 12-and-a-half-hour shifts. Uh, shifts. <laughs> Jesus. Two things. Okay, one, this is inevitable as our country moves and shifts. Firstly, because California is already amidst a massive exodus because of their ill-governed response to the pandemic, several major issues that are related that are really hard to fix for any state, including homelessness and gang-related problems, and their environmental storms that they faced as a coastal state and due to poor practice of wildlife risk management, specifically forest fuel buildup, if you care. So California isn't in the best of ways right now and aside from that though we we as a country are in a major drought of our local and state police forces right now there's a myriad of reasons why including such little pay uh the ousting of racism within the ranks uh though from a micro perspective might be more closely attuned to labeling theory driven by biased upbringings. Uh, that's neither here nor there. All in all, police forces are going to have a staffing issue alongside the rest of corporate America, but especially because of cultural tensions over the last five years. This is not good. And this ogreish response from Vallejo County City Council feels like the building's on fire and you're just now sitting down to scribble out a fire exit drawing on a napkin via the coffee pot. Now, this isn't the police department today podcast, though, so let's uh, refocus this. It is important specifically if you are in the Bay Area, but the rest of the country is not immune to make sure that your security docket has video verification as a pitch when you're putting in alarms is becoming crucial. If you noticed, phase one of their... uh, four-phase approach to this was reduce alarm response to unverified burglar alarms. More and more, 
they are mandating that you must verify your alarm with either video verification, on-site video uh, verification, maybe guard um, interaction with the, the perpetrator. So this is crucial, and you're going to see some things develop out of the alarm monitoring, softwares, AIs, certain types of projects um, from Hakimo to Deep Sentinel, those sorts of things that are going to be able to provide you verification from the monitoring station to the dispatch, the police dispatch station. It's imperative you get that into your lineup. Now, like I mentioned, Deep Sentinel, Synology, Stealth Monitoring, Checked Video Verification, OpenEye, Alarm.com, Hakimo, they all have these integrations. So go figure out what you're going to use and have it implemented into your package deliverables. Because in some areas like Vallejo, if you can't verify that there's someone on premise, well, the authorities aren't even thinking of coming. Let's get on to the product highlight. Back in 2016, Axis Communications picked up 2N. 2N is actually responsible for the very first to market LTE and IP intercoms globally. They have been around for a minute. They hold a high standard and they push the industry forward with some of the products. So the 2N IP Verso 2.0 is designed to enhance both security and flexibility. The solution includes a full HD wide angle camera. The camera provides crystal clear image quality even in very poor light. It can also maintain full image control until just minutes before total darkness, unlike other cameras that switch to night mode and infrared illumination at dusk. It has slight resemblance to uh, Mo in the Disney classic intergalactic hit, WALL-E, if you know what I'm talking about. Outside of its charming likeness to the sassy little robot trying to keep his fucking house clean, it comes with the unparalleled modularity, superb image quality, and a wide variety of access methods. So the 2N IP line is unique. So if you scroll the product page on their website from the accessory tab, think of Dominic Toretto's Chop Shop as the main unit houses a camera, speaker, and microphone on the top half of this rectangular icon. The bottom half can be plug and play from any for anything, from a touch keypad, Bluetooth and RFID writer, reader, uh, to a touch display, a fingerprint reader, a mechanical keypad, even the five-button 90s classic button bank, if that's what you're looking for. There's the modular tamper switches, OSDP mods, and even an I.O. board that you can throw inside of that thing. The 2N IP Verso is the Le Blanc Spa Resorts, Los Cabos Breakfast Buffet of the IP intercom world. And if you don't know, now you know, Mr. President. Let's get on to the meat. GSX, another acronym in the security industry. This one is meant for global security exchange. On the trade show level of the ISCs, this one is geared towards security leaders. More white collars, CSO, designers and consultants, law enforcement, military agencies, those sorts of things. The show is put on by ASIS International Security Foundation, to which I hold credentials with. ASIS is an upstanding and very risk management forward organization. Through their education and their training, you can gain certifications from them, and they provide chapters all over the globe that you can be a part of and take place with. I am proud to hold my PSP certification through them. While the information is very relevant, uh, the certification has been difficult to use, as it is only seen as valuable in a pretty narrow niche. But with that, 
as is, is an organization that holds very high standards. So it comes to me a bit of a shock when I read that as is, is as is, is GSX conference, which they host, is having a keynote from former President George W. Bush while also hosting a booth for Hytera, a PRC China company criminally charged by the DOJ and declared a national security threat by the FCC. So if you've listened to more than two episodes on this podcast, it's clear that Bear hates Hike. No shocker there. It's a horrible company that tanked our industry, participated in genocide, has been indicted with human rights violations while supporting child pornography organized crime rings, okay? But imagine for a second that Hike Vision and its ugly-ass brother Daua had a cousin who lives in the morally poor part of town, sports a cut-off denim jacket, DIY tattoos and says things like, yo, if she wasn't my first cousin, (laughs) I wouldn't mind hitting that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Hytera. So in February 2022, the U.S. Department of Justice unsealed a 21-count criminally grand jury indictment against Hytera, which primarily manufactures radio equipment and ex-Motorola employees over a scheme to steal intellectual property and deliver it to Hytera. While the criminal case is ongoing, Motorola already won $630 million in judgment against Hytera in a civil court for the theft. As if that isn't bad enough, in March of 2021, the U.S. Federal Communications Commission, the FCC, placed Hytera on a list of companies that, quote, deemed a threat to national security, end quote. The FCC later announced a plan to ban import and marketing authorizations for Hytera equipment due to the national security concerns. The plan to do that hasn't panned out like it has for Hike Vision or Daua, but that's not to say that it won't or that it shouldn't. Hytera lied to the FCC in 2021 when being investigated and said it has, quote, no ties to the Chinese Communist Party, but then just days later actually disclosed that the PRC owned 10% of Hytera. IPVM did a full-blown investigation on them in 2021 and was able to uncover leadership messages that detailed the exact phrase, Hytera, quote, always adheres to the leadership of the CPC, end quote. That's the Communist Party of China, if you're a tad daft. Now, there's a couple things here. First, as is hosting them at their conference is a bit of a head-scratcher, and second, the danger that Hytera and PRC companies, that's People's Republic of China, it's the same thing as CPC or CPP or whatever you want to call them. I call them other things, but not meant for this microphone. That the uh, It's the same danger that they pose towards the West and uh, the rest of the world. So let's first address their invitation or maybe allowance to participate in the GSX conference. Now, on paper, by hosting Hytera, GSX is bringing a criminally charged organization deemed a national security threat into an event focused on and attended by law enforcement and national security professionals. Ah, that is that is rough to hear. I mean, their two keynote speakers are former U.S. President George W. Bush and CIA agent Tracy Walder, who which Walder's key speech, no joke, is defined as, quote, speaking to emerging security threats in China, end quote. Now, that's possibly 
the ugliness of this aftermath is from an oversight, and it wasn't intended to have high terror there. They just got in. But, and it must be difficult as one of only probably couple individuals involved in getting companies showroom floor space. Knowing a who's who in the com- in the industry or the ever widening industry is a difficult task. I'll give it to him. But it does beg the question, should conventions that host industry players take sides on who can be there and who can't? Some would argue no. Bear would argue against them. I mean, listen, do we care about our industry? This is my argument. Ready? I know you pull wire and hang a camera or you either roll your eyes at ferals or you use them and then Instagram your work. But in the end, do you care about your industry? Should you? Should you in this industry over others? I think that it's really important if you're a security technician or a security professional that the industry remains the purest and strongest that it can. It leads me right into the second point of why Hytera would be a threat. You see, freedoms and individuals' rights cannot be taken for granted or expected to be present or you will begin to believe that whatever happens doesn't matter. You're good. Food's in the fridge. A paycheck will come on Friday. No one's going to blow up my city or shut off my power, especially not a country on the other side of the world. Well, newsflash, homie, it matters, especially in security. For instance, follow me on this. If a law enforcement official sees High Terra at GSX and they decide that that's the radio that they're going to use throughout their police force, and they're also going to implement High Terra's dispatch software with geolocation of radio locations, now with the push of a button, the bad guy, yes, the bad guy, don't be a skid, who decides that they are going to fuck with your town make sure that your police can't communicate to provide assistance around the town. Maybe in a natural disaster, so it just looks like towers were down, right? Or there was a, a, a technical issue. Oh, and the product was such a good deal that let's say the police commissioner, who golfs every week with the electrical grid CEO, decided to implement Hytera into the electrical grid's technician force. So now, because the power grid got hacked and maybe even physically attacked, as we've seen around our country, like in North America, uh, in I'm sorry, in North Carolina, it's going to be months before it's back up and running. This is all doomsday type of histrionic speech, but it is highly plausible with the current state of affairs. And this is why you should care about your industry. And even more care that the big players in our industry like as is and gsx or isc or i don't know asa abloy or people like this that are putting on these these conventions bringing people together are making sure that there is at least some sort of filter weeding out companies that have radical mantras of staying faithful to a world domineering communistic ideological party So that these ill-intented companies aren't being presented to maybe more easily duped critical infrastructure CEOs or marketing execs and law enforcement admins that need to find a radio solution. I didn't even get to the attacks that you could actually do with radio frequencies and how you could reverse engineer and do all sorts of damage, but I don't need to. Just take away from this that you should be holding yourself to a higher standard. And if you're looking to use a product in your lineup, 
do your research. Don't just do it because it fits the margin or because it's cool and it's shiny and it does cool things. It'll be easy to sell. You need to also make sure that you are holding a standard in your company, holding a standard in your craft if you're working for somebody, even being able to speak up and say, I don't think we should be putting these in because look at this and look at this and look at this. I did my research. It's very important and it definitely matters. And I don't know why As Is did this. And if they're listening, why'd you do it? Don't do it again. Come out and say, ah, that was our bad. You know, make what's right. But, oh, I kind of got off there. Okie dokes on a... Another bear tangent. I guess that's what these things have become. Hey, that's it for security today. I might have left you a little bit like, geez, he always talks about this stuff. But hey, remember that this podcast is brought to you by Sprinter Business Solutions at Sprinter Datacom on Instagram. Give them a like, give them a follow. DM me with your thoughts, your stories, your resources. You're coming across stuff like this. I want to know. I'll put it out here on the podcast. Believe me, if I vet it as true, good, and worthy, <laughs> please share this podcast. There's so many people, so many people who'd kiss you right on the mouth for introducing them to this. And don't forget to follow Let's Talk Cabling, okay? That's the good good right there. You need that in your life. And you know that Bear holds himself to the highest of standards, right? Look at this what I just ranted about for 20 minutes. I'm only going to be part of and actually sit on the advisory board for the real nonprofit technology community out there who's doing the best of the best. You can be a part of that group too for literally or in literally the next five minutes. Just DM, go to at technologyww on Instagram, DM them, tell them Bear sent you. They'll give you special treatment and a t-shirt and then live long and prosper, homeboys. I hope to see y'all next week. Do good. Do well. Don't sell high terror. Sounds like an evil bad guy. 